Hi, welcome to the Ghostman radio station, and tonight my guest is Karen Ford, who is a motivational speaker and master financial coach. She will move listeners to break the chains of debt, as well as give practical insight on how to create and build wealth. By profession, Karen is a full-time administrator and elder at the Faith Church International, ordained with Revival Fellowship International. She speaks at seminars and conferences, motivating people to demolish debt and build wealth. Karen points people in the direction of debt freedom, ministers prophetically and releases of wealth anointing. She has the gift of teaching God's word in a practical and fun manner. In personal life, she has a husband and been married since 2007 and three children and a busy life. And and she's, I had to apologise to her because I was running a little bit late because my dog had a little bit of an accident. But we won't go there because nobody really wants to know about that as, as, as life is. But, so how, Karen? Karen, how has your day been so far? It's been a, a oh, we're, we're expecting a really massive storm in the UK tomorrow. Apparently, very high winds and rain, like biblical terms. But hey, hey you know, it's Britain. What do you expect? Now, tell me, what inspired you to get into the the world of trying to help out people with debt? Well, that's a great question. And the reason I got into the area of financial coaching is because I had a friend of mine tell me one day, Karen, you are really good with numbers and you're really good with money. I think you ought to get some more training in that so you can help people. So I did their advice and I did. I'm actually a registered nurse, but I haven't practiced as a nurse for several years. And I look at it like this. Uh, As a nurse, I help people get healthy physically, and now as a master financial coach, I help people get healthy financially. So I have a passion for helping people, and in my opinion, getting control of your money is actually beneficial to your health because I meet a lot of people who have stress, which means sometimes they end up with high blood pressure or anxiety or other physical ailments because they're under stress because of debt. And and we all know how bad um, it, it can cause people to do some very horrible things to people themselves when they get in debt, like starve or, or probably get it at their worst time in their life, isn't it? And obviously because you're a minister, you probably know that through the faith you can give them more guidance as well in that both directions yes that's absolutely true yes I always want to give people hope and if you're in debt and a lot of times people think they're in a hopeless situation but you are not without hope because if you got into debt you can certainly get out of debt and um, obviously, you also got a very uh, interactive website called Garenfold.org. And I like the bit where you say, is debt wearing you down, stressing you out? 
Would you rather have the freedom of being debt-free and building wealth at the same time? Together we can break the chain of debt, help wealth, build wealth and retirement, retirement security. And then obviously you go into a lot more detail. Now, um, tell me a little bit about what is the structure of what you do. The structure? Yeah. I ask is, well, one-on-one coaching, the structure is I ask a lot of questions so I can see what kind of financial situation the individual or the couple is in. I want to know how much money they have coming in. I want to know how much debt they have. And what are the areas of debt? Is it a lot of credit cards? Is it a house payment? What is it? So I look at all of the debts, and then I find out what their spending habits are. Some people are spenders. (laughs) And if you're in a relationship, usually opposites attract. So if you're a saver, then most likely you are in a relationship with a spender (laughs) or vice versa. So I want to find out the situation in which the people are in. And then I ask them what their goals are. Where do you want to see yourself in 20 years, 10 years, 5 years, 1 year? What are your dreams for your life? Do you want to travel? What do you want? I want to see what kind of, what do they want out of life? And then I'm kind of like a GPS, to be quite honest with you. Because anytime you travel, if you know where you're going to go, uh, your destination, well, you need to know how to get there, right? You want to get there as quickly as possible, especially if you're going on vacation, holiday, whatever the case may be. And so many times people want to get out of debt. They want to build wealth. They want that destination, but they don't know how to get there. So I'm kind of like the GPS with that. (laughs) I can give them the necessary steps in how to get out of debt, how to build wealth and the steps that they need to take to do so. Well, also, you have a selection of books um, on this, going from your website. So, on the website it says, You Can Do It, yes. Money Nuggets, and 31 Days to Great Understanding of Money. Do you wish to go through each one at a time? And then the last book is Money Matters, 
And that's a play on words because money does matter. We have to have money to live. But it's another play on words because it talks about the matters of money. That book is very detailed. Whether you want to learn how to budget, demolish debt, build wealth, and then also having the right mindset. I have a chapter in there on having the right mindset because, you know, we think we have a thought, but then what happens is thoughts become words, words become actions, actions become habits, and then habits become character. So what I try to let people know in this chapter is words are powerful. Do you really want what you're saying? In other words, are you a person that says, oh, man, I'll never have anything. Oh, I'll never be able to get out of debt. And I teach that words are powerful and we need to change those words. Am I going to say it's going to change overnight? No. If, I, if you start saying, I've got a million dollars in the bank, I've got a million dollars in the bank, this next week you're going to have a million dollars in the bank? No. But if we change our words to a more positive way, oh, it's so easy to get out of debt. Oh, I'm a wealth builder. It's easy to demolish debt then what happens is our actions start following those words. Everything within us will start lining up to the words that we're saying. So I think that that's an important chapter as well. Well, also, I see you do a, what that you call, describe as scripture cards. Yes, I do. And I've got varying scripture cards. Uh, one would be on budgeting. So there's 20 Bible verses in, in that packet on budgeting. And I've got one on debt. I've got one for business owners, uh, prosperity. There's lots of scripture packets there which give details so that we can uh, have a, a Bible verse right, Bible verses right there in our hands regarding those particular topics. And I like the fact you've also... Um got stuff available on CD, as they would say. Yes. yes. Those are really great. Those are about 50 minutes to an hour, each one of those. And um, one of them, I, I don't have my website pulled up here, but uh, there's several there. I think there's a total of six. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, um, I've got the money question part one, we are managers of God's money. The money question part two, the teeth, teeth, tether. The, the money question part three, give, give offerings. The money question part four, how to manage. God's plan for prosperity, financial breakthrough, be financially fit, and the all reasonably priced in my opinion yeah. I mean it depends if you want the DVD or the CD I mean that's entirely up to the person who buys it they're reasonably priced so yes the one be financially fit I did that message uh, because so many times people are so mindful about being physically fit want to lose weight, we want to exercise, we want to eat right, and we're mindful about being physically fit. But what are, what are the steps that we need to take to be financially fit? How do we get fit financially? 
Well, I see you aren't a vlogger. I say, where you say, V O L G, which is virtually a blogger, but instead of writing, you speak. And do you find a lot of people find it easier to go to that and look back on how you've described how to do things and then they can go, ah, oh, I can see where Karen's going here. Then. I'll, I'll try this out. Absolutely. I think people enjoy a video, a video blog, because they're short. It's not going to take you an hour to listen to it or to watch it. And... Um, it's, it's good insight. Good insight. Well, I'll read one. Uh, there's a little bit. Uh, you got testimonials. I'll read one from a lady called Rebecca. I had the joy of watching Karen grow personally in her knowledge of finances for herself and others. Well, uh, others. These last several years, the confidence I can tell you that those with financial questions or with difficulties, allowing Karen to coach them will definitely bring them a brighter financial future. That's a very good testimony. So obviously people have tried and tested you, what you have to say. I was going to say word product, but it's not quite the right word because obviously you're doing it from a religious uh, religious side as well. So it is a product as such, but because you're doing both angles... It, it, you're trying to instill them that you know if you believe believe in faith, you can ha use that as a basis for your strength to get better with your f own financial problems. Right. And um, do you when you explain it to people? Do you find that first of all? Like most people, we all we all don't like to admit we're in debt. That's that's a common common fallacy, isn't it? Oh, I don't owe any money. I'm all right. Blah blah blah. But obviously, we obviously in the world that we live in, it encourages you to be in debt, doesn't it? You know, they 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 they, they say, oh, uh, buy this sofa now, uh, interest free, pay three years time, and of course, three years comes along, you've forgotten about the sofa paying back for it and then suddenly there's a nice little bill comes in saying oh by the way we want say for argument's sake 50 pound a month that you no longer have anymore because your problem your financial situation has changed since the last time we bought the sofa at that's interest rate and that's quite a common i'm using that as a example because that's quite a common thing that happens especially with credit cards and things like that Whatever it is that you're buying, then that means every month you're going to have to make a payment. And what if your financial situation changes? It's so much better not to have that stress of having to make a payment each month because if you pay cash for it, then you don't have that payment every month. And I understand that our culture and our society today is we want things quick, 
we want things now. We're not a very patient people. But if we will practice just a little bit of patience and save up for, say, that sofa or whatever it item you, it is that you're wanting to purchase, if you'll save up even three-fourths of the amount of money that they're trying to sell it for, nine times out of ten, they're going to sell it to you for the amount of money of cash that you have in hand. In other words, if, if you walk in and they're, you know, let's say it's uh, 500 pounds, all right, whatever it is you're buying, it's 500 pounds. Well, instead of going into debt and making a payment every month, save up money every month, and then let's say you end up with 400 pounds saved up, and you walk into that store and that item is 500 pounds. Are they going to sell it to you for 400 pounds? Probably, because money talks. When you have cash in hand, you know, that's what I do. If, when I go into a place, whatever it is I'm going, whatever it is I'm looking for, I'm always going to try to bring them down in price because I'm not going to need to make a monthly payment. I'm going to pay cash for that item. So if they don't sell it to me for 400 pounds, I'll find another place that will sell it to me for 400 pounds. Do you find also, because I have a theory that in probably might happen in my lifetime, I'm not too sure, that we will come cashless. Because obviously, it, 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 when you, sometimes you have, a, we, I'll show you an example. We had a, have a, a plumber come and we had the money to pay him there and then, actually in our hand. We said, here, we're ready to pay it. Oh no, sorry, I can't accept that. I have to give you the bill. And then when the bill comes, then it paid. And I thought, yeah, but I've got the cash in my hand. And there's also, you can go to, sh um, say, gyms or places like that where they won't take cash anymore. They ha they're all cashless, which is great, but... If you try to get a bank account nowadays, you have to have, well, over here, I don't know about America, you have to have ID. Now, most people don't have the appropriate ID because you normally have to have a passport or a driving license. Well, I don't drive and I've got no attention to travelling because I don't want to anymore because my illnesses. But, you know, this is the problem. I imagine you here quite often. Right. Now, I would say here in the USA, people buy on credit or cashless with a debit card attached to their bank account just out of convenience. But studies show that when you pay with a credit card or a debit card instead of cash, you spend 38% more. Because you're not really thinking about how much you're, you're spending. But if you're spending with cash, you're very intentional on knowing, ooh, this is all the cash I have in my hand. I need to be watchful how much I spend on that item. Studies show when you spend cash, you spend less. So as to, to answer your question, will we become a cashless society? I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. Yeah. Well, I 
I would review, I, I do hope not as well, but I'm afraid I think we're slowly and surely getting there. Because banks are very, I mean, we've had about three or four bank closures locally because everything's going online, which my wife quite rightly pointed out. A lot of people like herself doesn't don't like going online. They prefer seeing things physically. You know, like, you know, it's easier for her to understand. And I can understand that because we are of a generation, my wife is nearly, she's 60, over 60, and I'm coming up to 60. So we're of a generation that were brought up, you know, differently. To, like, you went in the bank, you put the money in, you went out, got it out, da da. But being online, uh, yeah, I mean, I've got no problem with online, don't, don't get me wrong. But it makes the process seem a lot more difficult. And, put, they, and as you were saying out on your thing, you stress out more. And like you say, how, how do you advise people to deal with that kind of stress? Yeah. I suggest if you want to get out of debt, you list all of your debts on a piece of paper from smallest to largest. And certainly if you want out of debt, you can't borrow your way out of debt. So you want to stop using the credit cards or getting any loans if your plan is to get out of debt. Make a list of your debts from smallest to largest, and then when the smallest debt is paid off, whatever that monthly payment was, you're not going to spend it on something. You're going to take that amount of money that you no longer have on that monthly payment because now it's gone, and you're going to add that to the next debt. In other words, if you have a credit card payment and the smallest credit card, the smallest that you have is a credit card payment of say $25 a month or 20 pounds a month, right? Then once that's paid off, instead of pocketing that 20 pounds or $25, you're going to take that 20 pounds or $25 and apply it to the next debt along with its minimum payment. So if that next debt is say another 20 pounds or $25, you're going to take 20 pounds plus 20 pounds, and you're going to put 40 pounds on that debt every month until it's gone. And th and that's called a debt snowball method. Hence, you start with a small debt. You small start with a small snowball at the top of the hill, and as it goes down, <coughs> it gets larger and larger. So that's the picture that we want to have when you start paying off those debts. Instead of taking the monthly payment that you no longer have and spending it, you're going to apply it to the next debt along with this minimum amount payment to it. Why? Because that means you're going to ensure that you pay off your debts more quickly and you're going to end up with a win under your belt. And we know that we are creatures of habit. We don't want to stick with something if we don't see it working quickly. So once that smallest debt is paid off, oh, you're excited, you're motivated, and now you're more likely to stick with that plan. And so that's what we do when it comes to debt. We start paying off each debt one by one. 
What's it like being an elder? What, how, how was you drawn to your faith? Relationship with him, 
And that brings us to the point of abundance and prosperity. Sometimes people think, well, if God wanted me to have money, he would just drop it down from heaven. No, he's not going to do that. (laughs) No, he still gave us a job to do. He told Adam and Eve, tend the garden, he gave them a job to do. He gave them work, because work is good. And so that's what we do today. But God has given us the ability to, to build wealth. You know, there's a scripture in the Bible that says that, you know, God wants us to have wealth. He has given us the power to get wealth. So why would God give us the power to get wealth if he didn't want us to have wealth? Correct. And also, I think if, because um, I used to do a religious podcast for um, uh, people called Kingdom Influencers Broadcast, and I learned to read the Bible more thoroughly than normal, you know, because a lot of it's misquoted all over the place. And I learned through reading it word for word that it's open to interpretation out you may see it and how you may have been influenced in your life depending on what basis of religion you were brought up on or what you wish to believe I mean as you just mentioned you know I'm a great believer that there you know there is a higher being I mean I can't prove it obviously you know oh well I could but it'd be a bit of a bad way to do it but um I think as long as you know, as you mentioned earlier, it is open to this interpretation and you are willing to take out of it what you wish. And like you said earlier with guidance, you can use it to, when you're feeling low and you think, oh God, I'm really feeling bad about my debt. You can read a passage in the Bible and think, hang on, says here about, oh, um, Jesus was on his own and he's walking through Palestine and he's sort of come across somebody who's lying on the floor. He stops. Nobody's, everyone's going the other way. This person happens to be what was considered back then a leper. And then he cures the person, not because he has to, but because he wants to. And being in debt is a little bit like being a leper. You, 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 you are, you know, stuck with these things. And you, if you bit by bit, like you mentioned, go, oh, if I go, that's the biggest debt. So if I pay so much of that off a, a week, and then I'll go back to the little one, you know, have a word with him and say, look, I'll pay you first, and I'll come back to you to pay that. I will promise I pay it, but I have to have so much to live on. And that's how you can use it. I don't know if that's right what I've just said or not. I don't know. You said a mouthful there. Um, you know, one of the things that uh, pleases God is faith because it says in the Bible, the just shall live by faith. And so faith is what pleases God. And so when you say you can't prove that God exists, uh, there's lots of Bible verses uh, in the Bible that show that God exists. And and what we have to do is we, we come to him by faith. 
you know, I don't see God with my physical eyes, right? Because he is a spirit being, but he resides in my heart when, when we accept him. We accept him. Jesus Christ as our personal Savior. And so I want to, you know, if I may, if you're unsure of God's existence or you're wondering, does God really love me? Or does God really want me to have prosperity? You know, in the Bible, there's the Old Testament, and then there's the New Testament. And what I would recommend is go to the New Testament and read the book of John. It's In the New Testament, it starts with Matthew. There's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. So if you're unsure, read the book of John. And there's several chapters in there. You don't have to read the entire book in one sitting. But if you read, when you read the book of John, it's going to open your eyes. Uh, and some people choose the New King James Version or King James. Um, I personally find it a little challenging um, to read these and thous. And so you might find, you know, another version like the NIV, New International Version, or New American Standard Version, and you can actually Google that. I mean, there's an app, and there's a free website, BibleGateway.com. You can read the Bible right there on your computer or your phone, and for free. So, if you don't have a physical Bible, you can go to the app, or uh, to the website BibleGateway.com Hmm. Oh, thank you there, Karen. I've learned through our discussion a little bit more how to lis listen to what I, if I do get in debt, to sit down, walk it all out, read the Bible for its pain, its inspiration. Obviously, if I want to, I can even go go to your website. And buy your various books, or list, list, watch your various vlogs, or go to your YouTube channel and watch that. And I can see by just talking to you how passionate you are about this subject. I'd like to thank you for being a guest on my show. Now, n normally before I go, I normally ask people to do. I like to do what I call a, a unique sign-off, which basically means. You know, like, how would you like to sign off the show? Now, how, Karen, how would you like to sign off the show? I would like to sign off the show with, if you have death and you feel hopeless, your situation is not hopeless, because if you got into debt, you can certainly get out of debt. And God loves you. And thank you. Well, here's mine for you, Karen. Now, Karen, we talked about some money matters with, the, the, with the, the power of God and how to use it in the Bible, as you said. And we think that perfectly, we don't need to be in debt anymore. So take the words of a financial coach and speak at author galore and watch a vlogs. And what a vlog is someone who talks just like we are now. So we like to say thank you for being on our show today and goodbye and thank you very much. Ta-ta. Okay.